Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott and Democrat Beto O'Rourke, who are gearing up for an intense gubernatorial election on November 8th, both have very different views on something that's a critical issue in the Lone Star State, the reliability of the state's power system in the face of severe weather events. Once again, the heat index reached a danger zone across southeast Texas. On to tropical storm Nicholas, battering Texas after making landfall as a hurricane this morning. The concern right now are these rolling outages that leaves up to two million Texans without guaranteed warmth. Now Abbott, who is seeking a third term in office, has praised fixes adopted by the state legislature. But O'Rourke, who won the primary earlier this month and is running to unseat Abbott, says these efforts have not gone far enough. Today, Politico's Jonathan Custodio on how the reliability of Texas's power grid could hinge on the outcome of the state's governor race. It's Monday, March 21st. So, Jonathan, whoever wins between Greg Abbott and Beto O'Rourke could really change the reliability of the state's power system So let's start with the baseline question. What do experts say about Texas's power grid? Is it prepared enough to face severe weather events? And if not, why? So right now, Texas power grid experts are saying that it would not be prepared for another severe weather event similar to winter storm Uri's magnitude. And the main reason for that is because the appropriate upgrades or winterization upgrades to the natural gas grid haven't been applied as quickly as they would have liked. So there are a lot of upgrades made to electricity generation facilities and transmission lines as required to pass in the state legislature. But those same mandates did not apply to the natural gas grid, which carried most of the blame as to why there were a lot of power outages during last year's storm. So let's talk about Greg Abbott then. What are his plans for the state's grid if he were to win another term? Well, his office maintains that they have made the appropriate changes to the power grid to ensure that, quote unquote, the lights will stay on, citing, you know, 14 bipartisan laws that passed during last year's state legislature, one of which I mentioned, He has maintained during his campaign that the power grid is strong, it's ready to go, and that Texans do not need to worry about another winter event. And how about Beto O'Rourke? What's his plan if he were to unseat Abbott? So O'Rourke's main thing is he's going to mandate weatherization of the natural gas grid with quote-unquote clear and enforceable standards, which, you know, he has criticized Greg Abbott pretty heavily for for not going hard enough, claiming that it's because of the massive, pretty high amount of donations that he's received from the oil and gas lobby. And he would seek to sort of rein that in, their influence, if he were to be elected. Another point of his plan is that he would have Texas join the national electric grid, which has been a contentious issue in the state for quite some time. Yeah. So how frequently are these candidates talking about this issue of the reliability of the grid in their campaigns thus far? Federal Rourke has pressed on the issue very hard, and he actually went on about 
approximately two week tour around Texas during the anniversary of last year's winter storm, you know, which killed 246 people. So it's obviously a big deal to discuss it and is an important issue in an election. Abbott has not addressed it that much. He has sought to focus more on issues of the economy, uh, bread and butter issues and social issues, uh, particularly his recent aim at the transgender community that drew lawsuits from civil rights groups. So how strongly are voters considering the reliability of the grid in this upcoming election? How big of an issue is this? Thus far, it doesn't appear to be a huge issue at the top of voters' list. One specialist in Texas politics I spoke to said it it's, hasn't been a top priority, but that our work should continue to hammer down on the issue, but while also focusing on the economy and maybe more bread and butter issues. O'Rourke started out with a keeping the lights on campaign and continues to batter home on that. And we'll see, you know, how much of an issue we'll carry uh, during the general election. Also, during a scheduled open meeting this week, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission is likely to provide some clarity on some of its most controversial policies. That's according to the agency's agenda released last week. On the docket, the agency will review its new gas pipeline policy statement and controversial interim policy, which requires taking a harder look at projects emitting more than 100,000 metric tons per year of greenhouse gas emissions to undergo an additional environmental assessment. FERC Chair Richard Glick and Commissioner Willie Phillips have both indicated that they are willing to, quote, at the very least, clarify some aspects of the policy based on feedback from industry. The commission is also expected to consider three proposed pipeline infrastructure projects whose pipeline's environmental impact statements have drawn scrutiny from EPA. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.